Hey, Fever fams, it ain't pretty. No one can push with runny nose and watery eyes. Fight the good fight against evil, Hey Fever, with the help of our mates at Chemist Warehouse. That's right, helping you stay pollen safe and helping us keep the lights on right here at the morning surface. Rolling with Chemist Warehouse. Let's push! Give me some! Let's go! Never fold! Ten toes down, baby! You know who it is. I'm trying to be like you, mother. Shush. It's too late to turn back now. <laughs> the Morning Shift. Powered by Uno Media. I got, I got, I got, I got Good morning, good evening, and everything in between. It's a Mahi Monday. We're here for our morning shifters from our misters to our sisters. we back for another show just in case you missed us. Through the dishes. So powered by you know me. Happy long weekend if you're in Auckland. Get a fun and say bless. Don't stress. We've got you covered like a sundress. Welcome to officially the number one show if you call down under your home. Welcome to new media, the people's media. Let's go. Who we're apparently going to meet today, the voice of our Les Push, this little guy that you hear, Les Push. I'm looking forward to that. Say no more, take your shoes up at the door. Everything you want, nothing you know, real people, real talk. And if we ain't number one of the charts, hopefully we're number one in your heart. Let's get it, get it! Because you said so, that's what we're going to do today, Mark. Let's get it, get it. Hey, yep. what's on the show today? Uh, we've got a new segment on the show. And I like basically, that. we're going to have a jam to see who the Oracle is. Who can see into the future? Who knows these stories better than most? That's a bit of me. Who's a great storyteller? Uh, we got what happened around the world in sports, Mark. Yeah, indeed. Phoenix roll on. They just keep on winning. And not so much luck for our uh, Silver Ferns and also uh, Black Fern 7s or our All Black 7s teams. And I have a question for, for uh, our shifters about, you know, platonic cooking. Platonic cooking. Platonic Should it be cooking? accepted? Platonic. Should it be accepted? All of that uh, and a bag of chips on the show. But we always start with an absolute boy. And it's a Monday, so Jordan gets us started. I do. Uh, today, I'm just picking the song that's uh, Justin Timberlake's new song that he's released. I've only seen little snippets. I haven't actually listened to the song, you know, from verse to chorus. So I thought, why don't we listen together? All right. JT's back. Let's have a listen. New single, Selfish. Sounds like we're in a recording studio with them. What you doing, Justin? Uh. If they saw what I saw, they would fall the way I felt. This first reaction. They don't know what you want. Baby, I would never tell. If they know what I know. Bieber or Timberlake? They would never let you hey, go. Hey, don't do that. So Give it a chance. What? So if I get jealous, I can't help it. I want every bit of you. I guess I'm selfish. I like it. It's bad for my mental, but I can't fight it when you're out looking like you do. But you can't hide it. No. Put you in a frame, oh baby, who could blame you? Glad your mama made you. Making me insane, you. Every time the phone rings, okay, okay, I hope okay. that it's you on the other side. I wanna tell you everything. You know, first reaction, sorry, we haven't really done like a first reaction, but I just wanted to play it out for my vibe today. I don't mind today. I liked it. I liked it. It sounded, in all honesty, I thought it was Justin Bieber. I thought you'd got the, I didn't know he'd, Justin Timberlake had actually, it had that 
that late album Justin Bieber feel to it. But that's good. That's a, I liked it. You know, I don't like the comparisons to Justin Bieber there. I think, Why? I think Tim Blake can very much stand on his own. And if you ask me, out of the two Justins, Tim Blake will smoke Bieber. I would agree. Oh, damn. Yeah, I wasn't saying he's better or less. I was just like, hey, man, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on. You can't smoke him. You ain't gonna Timberlake? smoke beeps. Timberlake? You ain't gonna smoke beeps. My days. Let me man. stand up here for my Canadian brother. My days. Man. You ain't gonna. <laughs> my days. I'll be He'll like, smoke him at baby, singing. baby. He'll smoke baby. him at dancing. Ooh. He's smoking at video clips. Smoke him on albums. No. Body of work all over. Body of work. Timberlake over Bieber. Come on now. Look, you making me do something I don't even want to do. <laughs> you make me jump over here when I. <laughs> come on, man. Don't you disrespect the Biebs like that. You know what? And I'm saying that with love to JT. No, I, I, I respect Biebs, but I just out of the two Justins, it's, it's worlds apart. It's, and that's, you know what? Maybe we need to have a little competition this week. Let's, have, let's have a Justin Don't off. start that. Let's have a Justin or out. <laughs> okay, I'm in. I'm Justin in. or out. I'm in. Timberlake versus Bieber. Come in this week. Anyway, let's come back to the single. It's quite nice. Single. What are you reckon? I don't mind it. I don't mind. I don't know what I thought. But if you get unk like this. Before we move on, we're about to move on right now. I'm just glad he didn't, you know, he's in his 40s now. Probably later 40s, actually. He's been around for a while. glad he's not trying to make time. a TikTok song. No? Good it's point. Good. Love that. That is your vibe for today. What up, Unk? How are you? Yeah, good ish. Yep. I'm, uh, Got I'm a rock- moon boot on there, mother. Yep, rocking the moon boot. <laughs> And I was like, there's Batman without the rest of his costume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing uh, the, just the leg version of the Batman suit. Uh, yeah, no, I had an interesting Friday night slash Saturday morning. Uh, another encounter uh, as the battle or fight for Sandringham resumed. Uh, the neighbor's cat made it back into, into my house. But I didn't realise it was actually in the house house. So, uh, long story short, injured my, uh, my calf muscle uh, playing indoor netball a couple of weeks back, and I was on the road to recovery, uh, getting some some massaging done on it, getting it all. You know, I was I was I was walking quite fine when I left here on Friday night, wasn't I? Yeah, if you want a visual, Matsu Mark um, uses a two XU arm sleeve on his car. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually a leg sleeve, but I'll take it. Bro, oh, I don't know. I, so I, read, loud. I read the packet. <laughs> I feel like it's. Hey, I'm fine. I'm I literally. <laughs> What was 42 that? years old, and I've always had he skinny does. legs. What was that? What are you talking about? He does. That was crazy. He does. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, it's not. It's not a swing if you accept it. It's a, it. I absolutely know I have no legs. Yeah, you should work on that. It's not a swing if you accept it. So I, okay. Anyway, hey, you learn something what are you here. Doing over Sorry, here yes, Matthew Mark. Yes, I'm not interrupting you. So, anyways, I was starting to walk fine. I was feeling like I was feeling like I'd probably play indoor netball again in, in a couple of weeks' time. Alas. Cookie, my cat, sitting at the top of the stairs at 1.30am in the morning making these weird meowing noises. And I was like, oh, hang on a minute. Went down into the lounge, was like, I reckon he's about. This is the neighbor's cat that has been coming into our house and peeing on all our furniture and beating mm. up our cat. Cost me about 500 bucks in vet bills already because uh, he keeps beating up our oh, little cat fuming. cookie. So I'm, I'm fuming and I'm like, he's in here. I bet you he's, I bet you he's around the house at least outside. Um, I'm going to set up a trap. Not a bear trap. Not trying to hurt or kill the cat. Just wanted to, just you wanted to have a word. Wanted to hurt it. <laughs> just wanted a word. Do you think Matsu Mark's gonna stop his busy day, his busy life, to set up, to set up a trap at the level just under that of hurting it, <laughs> just to protect after the five hundred bucks that you've spent? Basically, I closed the sliding door into the garage so that it couldn't get out of the garage, and I, I opened up the cat door so it could only come through, but it couldn't get back out. And I thought I was quite proud of myself. Ouch. 
Oh, so um, I wanted it trapped in my SPCA garage. SPCA wants to. No, no, come I just want to have a word with it. Here's the thing, right? Tim People can't it. keep their cats inside. Their cats are. If you haven't had your cat spaded, or uh, what's the thing where they do it to the males? Is that what they do to the males? Anyway, or neutered. They're gonna. The male cats are gonna roam. They're gonna pee on things. They're gonna be territorial. This cat has everything intact. I've got video of it, security camera video uh, footage of it, and I trapped it in the garage. So I thought. I actually went, sat in the lounge, lay down, and was thinking to myself, so what am I going to do if I do trap the cat? <laughs> At 1.30 in the morning. At 1.30 in the morning. Everyone else is sound asleep. I'm lying in the lounge, still perfectly able with my body, and then I heard this massive noise behind me, and the cat was actually in the lounge with me. Oh, it had already broken into the house. <laughs> he upped my tour, Mark. <gasps> He's he lying got, around. Imagine if he was like... I was born in the dark. Hold <laughs> it by it. Meow. That was the feeling. That was absolutely the feeling. So I opened up the door and I I created an even smaller space to trap it in, which was just the laundry room. And I I pulled back the curtain and went, get a mace. And he looked at me and ran straight into the into my trap. And I was like, okay, now I've trapped it in the little laundry room. I've got both doors closed. It's in there making a hell of a noise trying to get out. Like it was like... Oh, it's terrifying. It needs to be terrified so it doesn't come back into my house. Right? So then I go, okay... But not trying to hurt it, remember? I didn't want to hurt it. I just wanted to make sure that him and I had an understanding this was my house, not his. Anyway, long story short, I actually trapped him in the worst place possible because I had to go past him to try and open the sliding door to get him back out of the garage. And what I didn't want was him to come back into the lounge, so I opened the door and he came flying at me. Claws, everything, like... And the only thing I thought to do was to put my foot out in front of me, like to stop him, and that's where I pulled my calf muscle again. Again! (laughs) Again! Again. So I reeled back, closed the door, screaming for my wife. I was like, Jana! She slept through the whole thing. My stepson, through the whole thing. My daughter, through the whole thing. I was... Jada! Jada! Family! <laughs> My family! My family, help! He got me again! After a uh, negotiation with the cat, I, uh, I successfully opened the sliding door with a stick and, uh, and he ran. But I feel like we we came to an understanding. He kicked that. your ass. There's no understanding. He kicked your little ass. Bro. One cat, zero mark. No, no, yes, you know what? no, no. You were sitting over no. there in first, the moon First of all, you you were considering on how to like. You were thinking about it while it was watching you think about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> then he attacked you and made you pull your calf twice, and then you let it out with a stick because you were scared. But you won, Mark. You won. Understanding. We shook hands and paused, and he went. We went our separate ways. I limped one way. He, I don't know, cartwheeled out the door. I'm not trying to one up here, but can I be vulnerable? We had a rat problem two weeks ago at our house, and um, <laughs> we caught it in the kitchen. But I was walking up the stairs. My sister was behind me. And she was like, she saw it. And she goes, ah, rat! And I was like, ah! And then I'm at the top of the stairs. And she was like, what are we going to do? I was like, what are you going to do? <laughs> I was like, I got a phobia. She was like, a phobia? We're all scared of rats. I was like, nah, 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 honest. Like, I'd, ra- I'd honestly rather fight a gang <laughs> by myself than, than, than tell me I've got to go and locate a rat. Honestly, just... Let me fight someone <laughs> like way tougher than me and get hiding. Isn't it ironic you have a uh, rat problem and I have a cat problem? Oh, we need to meet up. We need to meet up. <laughs> <laughs>
when bring he's that cat over. <laughs> Lock that in the laundry room. I ain't going near that damn cat. Oh, I love Possessed. that. Possessed. Anyway, <laughs> looks like I'm in a moon boot for the next couple of weeks. Thanks, cat. <laughs> love that story. Hey, um, I know we've got to get onto the show, but no. I watched something over the weekend that Mark told me to go and watch, and it has it oh. has thrown me this whole entire weekend. I, 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 I'm going to tiptoe around some of this because... Uh, I actually don't want kids going and watching this. Oh my, you watch Saltburn. Don't say the word! <laughs> oh, so, oh! We were gonna call it Hippocall. Oh, sorry. Well, yeah, I watched it. And. and well, first of all, Mark, so you have you seen it? <laughs> I don't really know what to say. I just want people to know I've seen it. And, love, and we can maybe talk about it outside of the podcast. Can I just say, can I just say first, I need to protect my own reputation here. I only suggested it to Brooke because like anything you do in life, if you've been damaged by something, the right thing to do is pass it on to a friend. Thank you so much, Mark. Because a problem halved is a problem shared. Uh, other way around. Anyways. I'd love to see the spike in um, in people's heart rates immediately after the bathroom scene. Oh, uh, <laughs> the bathroom? <laughs> the bathtub scene. I text Mark and said, bro! Right. I was just, the bathtub. I was watching that with my missus and I was like, Thank you. that's kind of cool. And then I turned over and go, I'm not watching this. <laughs> is that Get where you stop? Out of here. Is yeah. that, have you ever seen the race? No, but do you want to, do you want to actually know what happened? I, I, that, that's where I stopped, but I kept finding myself turning back and watching it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I finished the movie like, that's messed up. It's so messed up. Brooke, how would you explain it to someone who hasn't seen it? What would, what would you say the, the I guess, the, the, the movie's about? You can't. Exactly. That's how I would explain it. You can't explain it. You need to go and watch that yourself. I can explain it. No, you can't. I can. Okay, go. I feel like they were trying to say, you know how people that are super wealthy, like th- there's a level of rich that this family has that's like, they had to be a billionaires or, or... And some. Right? Like they're ridiculously wealthy. But it was basically about... This guy who's somehow infiltrated their family and kind of messed them all up in a bad way. But it was kind of all like... All of them messed up, man. All even, of them messed I up. Felt, I felt like at the end it was like, even though you might think you want to hurt billionaires, it doesn't make it right. <laughs> <laughs> Only he would get that take. Because <laughs> that was basically what it's about. I didn't have the capacity to even think like that. I had to wake up the next morning. I was, I was I swear, an hour, an hour and a half just going through... Foreshadowing what what happened in the movie, if and buts and maybe's. Yeah, it's it's definitely an R A T movie. But it's not. Yeah, it's, it's challenging. I think is a is a nice way of putting it. It's it a challenging heavy. watch, not because of anything in particular, but to stay to stay thinking about what you're trying to watch. Is, it makes you go, oh, I don't. This is probably where I will clock out in life. I wouldn't usually continue with this friend or whatever. So I'm so glad that it's it's made you this way, Brooke, because I feel like you've taken. The trauma that I got from it, and you've taken it to a whole other level, and I'm clear of it now. The weirdo, I just kind of want to watch it again. Before we go, because let's wrap this up. Did you know the graveyard scene? Just while we're here, <laughs> he improv that. It was not dead bodies, guys. For this, uh, oh yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah. Sorry. Uh, if you haven't watched, I'm sorry. Did yeah, he I heard, improv that. I heard that he did. No, but that's what that's what those are what those creative artsy people are like, bro. They just like try and go to the most nth degree of creativity, and it works. The impact was there. All, all that happens on set is you go, is you go, give us an offer, and they just start. <laughs> they probably shoot thirty different takes, and that's the one they pick. Oh, it was when he had his bullets out. That was like, well, for <laughs> real. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? Apparently, no prosthetics. So good for him. Sorry. Good for him. Hey, let's <sighs> jump into the show, man. Let's yeah. jump into the show. Daily bread. <laughs> that's right, Father. Daily bread, breaking bread with the news of today. Jonah Matoma. 
in the search for a uh, bread sponsor. Uh, January 29th, that is 29 days deep into the year. 337 left to get her done. Get her done. Happy Auckland, Northland and Nelson anniversary day today. Oh, Nelson jumped in there too. Yeah. How come we ain't taking the day off? What's the anniversary for? Just like the starting of those cities and stuff? I think so. I think he found something to do with the foundings. I don't know. I know Wellington anniversary was the week before. I've never been bothered to ever research that in my whole life. I've been like, oh, it's anniversary. Day day. Yeah, me and Brooke thought we had a holiday. Mato Mark was like, no, you don't. Right between the eyes, thought I was, I'll see you guys on Monday. All right, boss. <laughs> see you there. See you later. I'm so glad I did it too, gentlemen. Look at these eyes. Seeing Eye Guy Dog Day today as eye well. Eye guy? guy? <laughs> my guy, Eye Guy. Seeing Eye Guide Dog oh, anniversary. Oh. Yeah. No, yeah. Very different. I things. love those dogs. They're usually Labradors, I feel like. You know, yeah. big golden labs, and they have, they have the, yeah. the little red Very important on. dogs. And the little brace thing, and they, they, they're they so smart. And also, it's Colin Day today. A salute to every Colin who's out in the world. Do we know any Collins? Are we happy with Collins? Colin Kaepernick was yeah, one it. that I know. He's a, he, he's a Colin left field to the, to the, to the, the traditional Collins. Yeah, yeah. I would have, I Like Collins, very to the rule. To, the, to the rules. To the, yeah. Accountants. Yeah. Yes. Colin will sort it out. Yeah. He emailed Colin. Yep. 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 Colin That's will Colin. open the building. He's got the key. Colin's slain. <laughs> yeah, anyway. I, I got him. Don't Sorry, sorry. No, Trustworthy. Right. Trustworthy, Colin. Yeah. You're on. Colin's got your back. Guys, uh, over the weekend, um, Trump, running for president, said at a press conference, he said there is a... Hu- he said there's a very... He goes, there's a very like. It's not funny. <laughs> there's a very likely 100% chance of some kind of terrorist attack in the next three years on America. That's what he said. He said there's a very likely 100% chance <laughs> of, a, of a terrorist attack in America at some point. And if you're watching different news outlets, you know, and, and what's going on in the world, uh, I don't, I, I, yeah, I don't want to, I don't know what it is, but it, it's, it's always seemed a little bit tense. But yeah, I don't, I don't think um, wars and, and, and I don't know if it's fought like nuclear war. Everyone's got nukes. We've all said this, so. How does war play out? It plays out in different ways, right? Totally. Bioweapons now, all of that. I watch, yeah, I, I always feel weird about hearing anything Trump says. And not because I'm, I don't think he's, you know, okay, I'll be honest with it. I just don't get Trump at all. And a lot of the things he does say are tailored to make people react. And of course, he would have started out, he wouldn't have meant to say 100%, but he definitely said 100%. And that's perfect because the people will be like, 100%. we need a strong arm person in there. Trump knows he's a strong arm person. Yeah. yeah. Again, it's the politics game. I don't, mean, I don't, I know, I don't know the source, but uh, a page that I was also reading on um, reported that Trump's camp reached out to Robert Kennedy Jr. Oh, really? to oh, yeah. be his VP. Oh. And apparently, it, because he's the left, right? Yeah. So there's, there's, there's interesting pot political games going on at the moment, mm. which um, we will... It's going to be a long year. It's going to be a long, interesting year with this is, American politics because it, it they is. are. it's going to change the world in terms of just how America reacts to things like what is happening yeah. in Palestine. Everything's going to change depending on this, this election and America's going to... They're going to be angry at each other while they're voting. We knew what it was like last year in our politics. People were angry at each other. Best friends were like not... You know, not holding it. I'm yeah. going to be moving this, but it just uh, the exact same. Did you see Christopher Luxon at Atana? Yes, he pretty much said um, national will not, and we're never going to amend the treaty. He said he they, said that verbatim. I've screen recorded it, but I only watched it in context of that. So I need to go. Why did I say that on the podcast? <laughs> don't don't come for me, guys. 
But he, that, yeah. what, he said what, they honour, they they intend to honour the treaty like they always have. I didn't realise he said he, I didn't hear the part where he was talking that he's not going to touch it. Yeah, that, well, that's what he said. Wow. Okay. Sorry, last thing, uh, just quickly, because I want a bit of entertainment, not too dark. Uh, Austin Butler, who played Elvis in his movie, has just hired a dialect coach to help him get rid of the Elvis accent. <laughs> Apparently he was so immersed in that character for years, he now can't shake it. And, like, everyone's kind of commented on it, on, like, interviews, other movies that he's done that, like, this kind of shade of his old character playing Elvis is still, like, following him, and he's not really, really trying to deal with it now. Wow. Right. Yeah. What's it called when you go straight, when you fully immerse yourself as an actor into the role? Um, oh my gosh, I got Method acting. Method acting. Yeah, I heard he went straight into the method acting. Well, that's crazy. Hey, uh, my one. Guys. If you smell. <laughs> that didn't need more, more he actually. Uh, the WWE, which I've always been a fan of, but at the moment, wow, I didn't know it was so big. Has just signed this deal. Have you seen the deal that they signed with Netflix? Are oh, they going to live stream it? Uh, yeah, basically. $5 billion over 10 years. That's $500 million every year Raw is going to get from Netflix. Not in New Zealand, so it's not changing up here. It's the UK, US, Canada, and Latin America. So the big you know, big places where WWE is still huge and massive, they have signed it. So they're going to be able to watch it on Netflix. But $500 million every oh, single year. Wow. $5 billion over the 10. Like, imagine if The Rock was still going now what they were signed for. But think about this though, right? Like, this is wrestling. This is people who make content around pretend fighting. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. They do it really, really well. But that's it's not pretend, Mark. They've literally. What's real fighting is you and that cat. They've literally <laughs> made content from it and Get are able it. to it's sell it to Netflix. Real wrestling. <laughs> hey, Good on them. You don't think. Are they not athletes? They are absolutely, absolutely. athletes. And the slaps hurt and the suplexes <laughs> the hurt. Everything, <laughs> everything hurts. All right? I Only get the it. Slaps hurt. They're athletes. But come on oh, now. They just create content and now they're making that much money from it. Isn't that exciting? Yeah, we've got to tip your hat to it. We'll say well done. Stick to it. Kids, 500 million every year, man. 500. Anyway, that is your daily bread today. That is your daily bread. Breaking bread with the news of today. We are looking for a sponsor, but I don't want to say it because I'm trying to attract a sponsor instead of asking for it. This is The Morning Shift. Guys, we've got a new segment. <laughs> new segment alert. New segment alert. Chill. This all stems from me passing by good old New World the other day as I saw someone running. New World Whangarei? No, it wasn't actually, but you know, they were all tata. That's the best one. By far. Basically, the challenge that I set us and shifters, if you want to have a jam, you can pause it halfway through and you can have, have your go as well, is to see how well we're basically oracles and how well we can tell how the story actually plays out. Mm. Now, we've asked a lot of the shifters, and as always, I just saluted to the camera. <laughs> you guys did your thing. All right. So what are we doing here? Uh, basically, if you missed it, you, sorry, on Friday's show, we went over it very quickly, but let's go again. I was going past New World and it was 9.34 at night and there was a lady running into the supermarket. I keep driving past, but all I can think is, why is she running into the supermarket at 9.34 at night? What kind of run? Because Brooke judges people who run. That's one of his favourite things to do. Because he thinks, Brooke knows he's got a sexy run, Bro, like an athlete run. Running is so sexy, man, if you get it right. <laughs> so he looks at other people's runs and like gets the <laughs> ick off here. The fact you've taken time to look at so your run. I feel like it wasn't. Just it, people so, have told me this. It must have been frantic because 
you didn't you've never you haven't even mentioned how they ran and you're so judgmental of running so they must have been running so frantically you were like what's that about Wait, what was it? what's going on over here <laughs> you're so right was it, so yeah. it, was, it was a rush run it was a hop step okay you see it somewhere to be but i don't know what the somewhere to be was and i i will never know mm. but basically what, what happened went, yeah what happened what went through my head was she's either uh thinking that the supermarket's gonna be closing awfully soon she's thinking mm. okay I forgot to do this for dinner, and this is the last ingredient, and I need to go there for dessert, and I need to get it, or the kids' lunches tomorrow morning. The problem is, I'll never know. I'll never, ever know. What happened? What happened? What happened? I want to know. So it was so small, and we grow from there, okay? We make something out of it. So this is what we're doing on the show. We've asked for your help. You guys, basically, you tell us a story. This could have happened in your life. That's making you feel like I'm going to go really fast. The music's going really fast. <laughs> You basically tell us a story from your life or that's happened to you and you get to the punchline or wherever you want to stop it and you go, what happens next? And then Jordan, Mark, myself, we will all have a go at saying what we think actually happens and what plays all right. out. So we've got three to get through this morning, all right? Mark, I chuck this one over to you. Okay, here is Rangi. Back when I was 15 years old, me and my cousin stole my mum's car out of the garage. And at the time, my mum was drinking and I was supposed to be staying at my cousin's house. When we took the car out for a joyride, my cousin was driving first and all was good. Then it came to my turn and then I got pulled up and the cops had taken us home and also drove my mum's car home as well. When we got there, the cops stood at the doorstep and asked me to go and grab my mum. So I went inside. What next? Oh, you got hiding. Wow. Yeah, I can say that's an easy one. But that can't be it. No, 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 yeah, true. It wouldn't be it, obviously. What happened next? Mark, yeah. you I'm going to go first. Okay. I imagine she went inside and she has an older sister and asked her to pretend to be her mum and oh, brought her to the front good. door to talk to the cops. Mm. That's my take. Oh, that's good. I would have done that. I was thinking mum was a G about it and pretended to be deaf. Or something like that, you know. You don't know where these stories. Don't look in relax your eyes when you're looking at me right now. So the I can Oh no! No 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 no! No, no. that was not. No, <laughs> Jordan. We'll, probably, we'll edit that one. No, we don't need to edit. It's just an accent. It's not like. Why are we making it worse than it is? No no no. Let's go. Yeah, with my mom. That's shit. Oh, I think that's weird. I'm not attacking anyone, but you guys are making it weird. So yes, and then so how to wrap it up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cop was all right. Don't do that again. Okay. You don't do that again. What you got? You're not gonna hear this podcast, guys. Relax. <laughs> the voice feels so uncomfortable. Okay, my take was, you know, what? you know what I'm going for. She goes inside. She sees mum. Mum's obviously very disappointed. But then when she gets to the door, she goes, Cars! <laughs> <laughs> and the cop dropping off as a family member, it's a misunderstanding. She goes, oh, don't worry, cars, I'll sort her out. Um, you know, all is well again with the world. No one gets charged. Please do the right thing. Allowing parents to parent, to parent and all is well with the world. All right. The reveal. 
I went inside to go and grab my mum, but she was asleep on the couch. So I went back to go and tell the cops, and they were all good with it, and they just let us go. <laughs> a few weeks later, I got a mail from the police, and it was a warning. And I hid it away from my parents, and they never found out. <gasps> I was close. Someone was asleep, but just wasn't hiding. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's see what Andy had. Kia shifters. So I asked my husband last night to chuck on an apple pie for me. He's he's an apple pie hater. Um, <laughs> anyway, it had been in the oven, I would say, a good 15, 20 minutes now. And I'm not someone who goes off like by the time on the box. I go mm. off if my nose smells it's cooked, mm. then I will go and check it. Mm. And nine times out of ten, we're Gucci. This time around, it was not smelling pleasant like it should, apple pie vibes. It was giving burnt and crusty vibes. And then I look over at the um, oven, because it's like see-through, you can see through it. I don't know if ovens are like that, but anyway, I look through. She's looking a little little smoky. Um, Yeah, what's next? He left the box on because he's, I don't know, he's tired. He just wasn't thinking. Ah, he, just, ah, he, just chucked, he just chucked the whole thing in there. <laughs> I reckon you <laughs> might be help. right. I reckon you might be right. Same. He was like, stupid apple pie. Come, come walk down the stairs and put it in yourself. Oh, you're going to ask me? So you're going to ask me to do everything? I reckon you're bang I can't on. Even, I, I can't even eat this. I, I didn't even, even I, think of that either I'm until not you even said gonna it. I'm going to have a slice oh. and I'm having to cook it. Are you serious? I didn't know you had to take it out of the box, those ones, eh? That's better when I was burned anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think he just got distracted by that rage, and then he just, you know, it happens. Oh, we're all locking into that. Yeah? Yeah, locking yeah. Jordan. Oh, yeah, here we go. And obviously I go and check the oven. It's on the wrong setting, so where it should be fan-forced, it is on, I think, Grill. I don't even know what to call it. Grill. It's basically where you just turn okay, the bottom right. of the oven on. It's not actually heating up any of my apple pie. Like, mm. I dig into the apple pie. It's completely still frozen. Oh. Oh. Um, so it's literally just been in there cooking the bottom oils of the oven. Um, yeah. I mean, I, and I even had to tell him, I know you hate apple pies, but come on, man. Like, I was hangry. Yeah, you were hangry. You were hangry. Uh, well. I'm hangry from that. Like, I wanted more <laughs> out of that story. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh. But very, very grateful. Oh, we were always grateful. grateful. I was grateful. Hey, this is the first time we've done that. What's that segment called? Because you, this is your segment. The working title. But oh, working title. What's next? I thought it was what happened. Oh, what, what happened? What happened? What happened? I like, like that. Can you give us, some, give us some real stories that make us go, what? What happened? What happened? One and done. We'll be back next week. Shout no. out to Apple Pies too. This okay. is The Morning Shift. Kia ora shifters, I want you to imagine for a moment, close your eyes, even if you're driving, close them, no, um, don't, don't do that, imagine an evening mm. cooking with someone else. Dumb. <laughs> Maybe you're right, but if there's music in the background, it's a vibe. Oh. I'm just trying to set the scene. I'm, you know, this is a podcast. You know, this is, this is a show. And if I just told you that two friends are fighting over um, an internet argument and everyone has an opinion about it, that would be boring. That would be boring. So, what's going on here? We're talking about cooking, platonic cooking. 
That's basically what I got from it. But I'll just play out the audio of the friend responding to her friend. You know what? Just listen to the audio. Sorry. A female friend dinner at his place. Hey, so I'm the female friend in question, and I just wanted to clear up a few things. So for one, we're strictly platonic. So all these comments about us doing stuff with each other and that I'm his girlfriend, that's not happening. And for two, we're also both really into cooking. So when he had asked like, hey, do you want to cook this, that, and the third? I was like, yeah, let's do it. Went over there, we cooked the food, and I'm into aesthetically pleasing photos. So he helped do all the plating and stuff. So it's not like I went over there and he cooked the food for me. We both were cooking. But yeah, here's the charcuterie board that I made. It was hard. So I see why girls be charging. Stop it there. So basically two two friends. That was the friend that was cooking with the other friend's partner. And the friend's partner cut off that friend because she's like, I think cooking with... My partner by yourselves is just a step too far. And then the internet had something to say about it. Some people said, I think you're overreacting. Other people said, of course, it's ridiculous. There's no need for that. I thought, what do you guys reckon? (laughs) Well, let's have a dig, eh? Let's go and have a dig. So what's happened here is... Let, let Matumak so, save your wisdom. Let's let let's let Brooke have a dig first. What the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? No, no, you, you take us, Matumak. What are you going to say? What are you going to say? No, I just wanted to, to make sure I had the scenario correct. Yes, so yes. it would be the equivalent of... Oh, equivalents work well. <laughs> uh, Brooke coming over and cooking a meal with my wife. Just But just Brooke and Jonah. And me getting upset about it. And cutting Brooke out of my life because of it. Yes. I don't know why my name keeps popping up in this, but all right. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, it's just an example of like, it's Totally. I would have no problem with Brooke going over and cooking with my wife. What about if I Jordan came th- over and cooked? Again, no problem. Okay, it's double checking. It, it wouldn't bother me at all. So I don't, I, it just doesn't resonate with me. Like, surely you trust your partners. Like, oh. you, you don't, this is not a, like, cooking Maybe I've just done too much cooking for my own liking, and there's no romance there at all when it comes to cooking for me. It is mince meat and bolognese, or it's mince chow mein, or it's hot mince on toast with egg. You ain't mincing your words right now. Mm. So how is that going to... How is my friendship... What if it's bolognese, but only one fork? Nah. (laughs) (laughs) How they eat the meal could be different. No, I'm kidding. You know, see... When you first hear the, this is why I like Matumak. He, he he likes to look at things from bird's eye view. Because to Matumak, he's like, if you're asking me the point blank question, yeah, do I care? No. But if you ask other people, you know, food can seem like it's very intimate. Is there any reason for that? And I think, is it a love language? It's not a love language, but it has to be close. Could be. So you're suggesting to me that if the meal was different, let's say that they were cooking some grandiose French meal, you would all of a sudden like that that that's something. Do you know what I mean? Like because yeah, food to me is like it's food. Yeah, is there a difference between a toasty and as totally? If you're making a toasted sandwich together as a couple or as a friendship couple, would that be different to say escargot? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, it's not. But point, but point blank. 
Is it the right thing to do? Is it right or wrong? I think that person stabbed himself in the foot. Like, what do you mean? You had an opportunity to enjoy the food on both sides. You get more food yourself. You just sit there and chill, (laughs) dog. Let it come to you. You know? Give advice every now and then. Hey, man, maybe you just, there was a little... You cooked that a little too much, or you know, the spices weren't really there on that. Give your, if you want to be a part of this, you give your input. You just, you don't do it in the kitchen. You just, you, you say, hey man, tomorrow you guys go back, get back out there, champ. I feel like we end up back here. Would you ever go round knowing that I'm not at my house and cook dinner with my wife? I gotta keep it honest with you, Mark. I don't even cook at my own house. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we wouldn't. No, and no. I'll, neither would I. Exactly. So is that our, so I know that's your answer, Mark. Like you're not, you're not out here saying who cares. But I, but I also know that what you're saying is like, if it happened, trust them. What I, what I cut, yeah, yeah, to trust them. Come on, we don't live long lives here on this earth, and the people who we choose to be with. But also, that's allow a, yourself to trust. Allow yourself to get that's, hurt. That's a bit on the fence there because you're also saying it would never, you would never do it. So, yes. so, so, but then, but then you're saying also, I wouldn't just be the trust one. Trust him if it happened. Yeah, but here's the thing: I wouldn't be the one that was asking like somebody else to trust their partner. I wouldn't create that situation. That's it. But for me, I would try. Are you guys going to ask me or am I going to ask myself? Jordan, what do you think about this um, scenario? Maybe I'm a bit old school, but I do find that I don't like that. I don't like people who say old school because it seems like it's from another time. But from what I can tell, a lot of old school um, couples that are like that seem to last a long time. So maybe old school is a little bit good, but I just wouldn't. That wouldn't be a scenario I would ever have myself. <laughs> well, I've ever put myself in. You love. You so love let's love. ask a better question. Let's let's say your partner says, "Hey, I would really like to cook with your friend." Obviously, you know there's nothing, but we just both love cooking. Ah, this is the better question to get to. Mm. What what would be some responses? How would you how would you communicate? Your response. Ah, <laughs> oh, um, <clears throat> you want you you want yeah. Right, so you, you're gonna up oh, Brooks coming around to cook with you. <laughs> oh, f- man. folks <laughs> the answer is, is the truth. no one needs to be cooking all right you want to cook have all the fun over we'll all watch you cook we'll all eat your food and we'll all bloody compliment you we'll save you the we'll save you the hassle and pressure of only having an audience for yourselves peace <laughs> this is the morning shift What? 29ers! <laughs> Just go. <laughs> it's sports rap time. Man, we need, can, we, can, we, can we get an intro, a proper intro, you know, like like one with voiceovers and stuff? Yeah, we got to do that. Oh, I quite yeah, like this yeah, one. It man. started good, but we always forget Brooke. what to say. Brooke likes this one, athlete, but, but forgot, <laughs> forgot his main thing. 
All right, let's talk about the sports from the weekend. The Silver Ferns narrowly missed a place in the Nations uh, Cup final after going down 58-57 to the hosts England in Leeds on Sunday morning. Uh, Oscar Zobara made a successful return from injury to help the Wellington Phoenix to a 2-1 win over the Newcastle Jets to take yeah, the outright looks- lead on the men's A-League. Wow. And the Blackburn Sevens' long winning run in Australia has ended after losing to hosts in a drama-filled quarterfinals at Perth uh, in the World Series event. New Zealand lost 24-14 to their arch rivals, having been forced to play nearly the entire match with another one of those crazy red cards. Tackling, eh? Tackling's proving to be very difficult now that any contact with the head, even accidental, uh, is a red card. I think, yeah, you want to protect the players, but we'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, The All Black Sevens men's team, uh, well, their hopes ended in group phase, actually, losing 21-14 to Fiji in their last match, and the Sevens all gets uh, kept pumping. Uh, as round four gets underway in Vancouver in late February. Now, this is one I want to break down a little further, gentlemen, to the NBA and Dallas Mavericks star oh. Luka Doncic had a night to remember Saturday night lighting up State Farm Arena for a career-high 73 points. 44 after the first, I heard. 73 points. It marked the highest-scoring game in the NBA this season, as 70 points performed by Joel Embiid earlier in the week. Uh, Wilt Chamberlain, of course, still holds the record for most points scored. He added a cheeky little 100 points to himself. And, of course, the famous Kobe Bryant finished with 81 points in January 22, 2006. It's not the point scoring I want to talk about, though, gentlemen, because there's a video that's gone viral of Luca earlier in the week having a Suns fan removed after that Suns fan stood up out of his chair and yelled out, Hey, Luca, you're tired. Get your ass on a treadmill. Which, uh, of course, Luca didn't like. He points over to him when he's running over. Points over to him, looks at security, gives him a wink, and they remove the fans. So, after the Australian Open in tennis, and there's been a whole heap of stories coming out uh, that last week about fans yelling out, what do we think? How do we feel? What do we think the fans' role is in a live sports game? Can they yell stuff out? Is that over the line, calling them tired and get on a treadmill? What do your boys think? Because, I mean, we've got friends. Everyone's got friends who, and family members who are professional athletes. And you kind of look out for their feelings. But also the fans are paying and the players are getting paid. How do we feel? Jordan. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think the rule of thumb is you never want to hear... I'm here for it. <laughs> you don't mind it? <laughs> I mean, only because... It's always been sport, right? We've always heard these stories of of of, go, of people going up, going to away games, going to you know stadiums to arenas, and 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 it's it's part of the spectacle of entertainment. Obviously, there's a line. There's a line that shouldn't be crossed. Um, and I think the NBA, in particular, as a league, has been very um, proactive and 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 understanding where that line is across the board. Um, so yeah, I'm happy with how it is, but. Look what we've got now, Luca. That clearly, that clearly annoyed the bro, and he, and he dropped seventy-one, and then so we get this great moment too. So, yeah, I mean, are, are you saying have you ever yelled fan, out? Are fans are allowed to say anything like any abuse? Like, no, it's it's not good. But I, I think the NBA as a league has got this really has, does this really well. Have you ever yelled out at a sports game? Yeah, yeah, I yell out all the time. <laughs> yeah. But I, don't, I, I wouldn't yell. I wouldn't yell. Someone's fat and tired. But I do, I do yell like, hope you'd miss, you know, like, or like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Brooke, 
from a place. You still got to fly back to Christchurch. <laughs> <laughs> from a player standpoint, Brooke, there. you've been there. You've played in front of fans. What was uh, your take on it? I mean, levels. Obviously, he's a bad boy for starters. Luca is just a. He's incredible. I think that's fine. Like there's a, Jordan Sarah. Maybe it's it's. But hang on, he he said that's not what. So we're saying he got kicked out for that, but I watched an interview because uh-huh. I think that's fine too. Yeah, uh, I think that's he, absolutely he said he fine. kicked him out for other stuff. He said, "Okay, it's probably yeah. okay, perfect." Then we don't know that stuff though. It, it's my my take on it would. What would you not say in front in front of your mum? It's probably like a, a draw card of. Okay, I always say that in front of mum. Anything else? Six to come. Also, the sport that you play is very important to this. If you go to a a, a golf match, as opposed to a UFC fight. The variables yeah, are very, very true. different in that. So you, location is very important about this whole conversation that we're going to have. But if we're specifically talking about the NBA, I think you're right. They forethink very, very well. Um, that, to me, seems fine. Basketball is such, at the, at the nuance of it, is such a competitive um, talk-ish brand of sport. Mm. Like, the, the, the trash talk that's going on on the court, night and day compared to what's coming from the crowd. What's the worst you've heard someone trash talk you? Yeah, who broke you down? Nah, it was uh, it was in Chinese. It was oh. in China. But just the way What'd he was say? talking to me, I, I knew he wasn't saying nothing nice to me. <laughs> Bro, I, I vividly remember it. And then we lost it. I know we won, and then they had to um, do sprints, and I remember thinking, ha-ha, chain, chain on your face. How do you say sprint in Mandarin? <laughs> Runna. No, the, the one person I remember oh, that smacked me was, yeah, was, um, was Chinese. But I think if it's worse than that racial, we go down any of those sort of pipelines, get rid of it, but... That there, that's fine with me. I tend to agree. I think fans need to feel like they can make a difference at sports games. Yeah. And the only way they can do that is with their voice because physically they can't be on the court or the field. So I think it's important that fans do are allowed to to yell things, but so long as that, that line isn't crossed, I think we're all on the same page. Yeah. And look at Luca, 73 points. That's he, a bad yeah. man. Feelings no, don't look no, too he, good. I don't know about Luca though, eh? I don't want to talk about him. No. We'll talk about it another time. Can I, uh, is we, he good for a team? No. Is he good for a team or bad for a team? Yeah, 73, he's good for a team. <laughs> yeah, but you know they're ever winning Western Conference Finals. No, I think that. And you know they're never on. getting. You know he's oh, never getting. Oh, oh. You know what I mean? No. I think he's a. Uh, yeah, yeah no, you, I, he's 24. I, I think when you have talent. You know, Luke, I mean. Yo, you, you know, saying that is crazy. Because you know, you love Kyrie. No, that's why he's saying it. Uh, yeah, see, there, there, there you go. Kyrie's yeah, been through some teams. Yeah, but there's a different way Kyrie gets there to Luca. Like Luca comes in every season out of shape, but he balls out. But if you're the t- if you're the head of the team and Who's the most it? and the most talented, hang on, and you're the most talented, how does it affect the team? You know he ain't doing certain things because of because of who he is. Yeah, true. So Hold on how now. is that affecting team culture as a team, like as an organization? You would start to go. This becomes a problem. No. I hear you. Can I quickly rebuttal? Yeah, of course. Best player in the world right now is Jokic. You ever seen that boy? Yeah, but he's not like Luca. He don't play like Luca. Luca's very highly emotional, and he highly uh, emotional too. There's things you can see when you watch them play that there are things they're trying to get going as a team, but. Luca needs to get himself going, and often what that is is he likes to get agitated to the point where he just goes off. But he needs someone to heckle him. He needs someone. He needs to not get calls. He needs someone to talk trash to him. And I just think we've seen. I'm just saying. I've lo- I love Luca. I've loved watching him since coming into the and NBA, I love that. and I love him up to now. I'm just saying, Luca. Well, he's been in the league six, seven years. Six years. Six years. What does the next six look like? And what are we talking about? Year twelve when. 
his body's breaking down. He's not. He can't get to the ball, get to shots like he can now, and no, he hasn't had any any, any chance at a ring. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I agree. I don't think. I don't think Luca. The I way think he he's, plays, he's not athletic playing. Like so, he can shoot from anywhere. Absolute baller. I'm not. I'm, I love and I love. He his can hit play. 73 without jumping. Do you know what I mean? Like, he did. He it was slow motion the with the potion. So therefore, he's not taking the jarring and the punishment that all these other NBA stars would be taking. And he plays really slow. Uh, I don't. Just really quickly, I don't think that's his career high. No, it's not. Really? I, I think he easily hits 80, and I think he could potentially push 85, 90 in a game. Mm. He shoots the ball way too well. He only put up 33 shots. He gets to the free throw line. He plays so slow. If a game goes into overtime, double OT, and he's cooking, and I, I think there's going to be a few Say players. It. Say it. He takes the record. He yeah, breaks I, a hundy. I don't want to say you get a hundy, but he, he does it. Go on, bro. He, he might Put your name the, to it. He might knock on the door of 90. <laughs> he might knock on the door of 90 because he had... He had he, yeah, we're just dragging up, but I think he, he he's a bucket. All right, that's your sports wrap for another week. Enjoy your sports. Love you. Check on your people. This is the shift. The shift. Go home, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go home. The morning shift. I'm gonna make him an offer again with you. The shift. I love you. Oh, oh. This is the shift. Got it. <laughs> okay. Hey, Fever fams, it ain't pretty. No one can push with runny nose and watery eyes. Fight the good fight against evil, Hey Fever, with the help of our mates at Chemist Warehouse. That's right, helping you stay pollen, tough, and helping us keep the lights on right here at the Morning Service.